Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. We're in Proverbs 22 today. We're going to talk about what we can do to help children embrace the faith so that they will be faithful to carry it on to future generations as they grow older. And so here's what Proverbs 22 verse 6 says. Train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So this section of Proverbs that we're in, chapters 10 through 29, are a lot like this proverb right here. They're just the kind of two or four line pithy statements that we think of when we think of Proverbs. And they are pieces of advice for living in this world. And they are not laws. They are not promises, but they are kind of probabilities. They tend to focus on the general rule and they don't leave a lot of room for the exception to the rule. So obviously it's not absolutely certain that in every instance, when you train a child up in the way he should go, he will not depart from it when he's old, but it's generally true. And so we need to be about training children up in the way they should go, because when they're old, we want them training other children after we're dead and gone in the way they should go. And that's kind of how God designed this whole gospel, the truth of his word, the Christian message to go forward and cascade over the centuries is that children would be trained up and they would grow up and train up other children and so on and so forth. We see some some statistics and some realities that should alarm us at how ineffectively we are doing that these days. Church dropout rates are very, very high. In other words, kids who grow up in the church aren't continuing to go to church after they leave the home. They're not taking their families to church when they establish their own families uh, in very high numbers. Kids are unprepared for the onslaught that's going to hit them at the university campus or on the college campus, and they are, quote-unquote, falling away from the faith in alarming numbers, at least here in the United States. And I did college ministry for several years back in the day. I've been around student ministry for a while, and I noticed some things that contribute to this. I'm just going to mention two of them. First contributor to these undesirable realities are, number one, parents are not authentically walking with Christ. That sounds a little bit alarming, but there are a lot of parents who are just showing up on Sunday morning and going through the motions, and it doesn't really affect their Monday through Saturday lives. The faith doesn't. They're not in scripture. They're not doing things in the home. They're not living their lives. They're not spending their time. They're not spending their money. Their their affections aren't directed in such a way that their kids who live with them day in and day out are seeing authentically that my mom and my dad are really, really serious about Jesus Christ. My mom and my dad are really serious about the truth of God's word. Instead, they're seeing their mom and dad go punch the clock on Sunday morning in many cases, and then tell them that they should prioritize Christianity because it's really important, but they're giving no evidence in their own lives that it's important to them. And that just kind of falls hollow in a kid's life. That's not training up a child in the way he should go very well. Another reason that we see these this drift from church and this kids, quote unquote, falling away from the faith is that when they are trained, they aren't trained 
very deeply or very substantively. A lot of times training doesn't go beyond a VBS, vacation Bible school level, or beyond a Bible camp level. VBS and Bible camp, by the way, are great. They had huge influences in my life, and I'm familiar with many of them that are really, really good. But Again, if this is a parent's job, we need to be taking our kids deeper and further than they can do during a week at camp or a week at Bible school. And there are many tools and people who God has blessed us with that can help us with that. We had Jay Warner Wallace at the Cedar Falls Bible Conference last year. Sean McDowell was there the year before. John Stone Street was the year before. I mentioned those names. You can look them all up online. They've got great, great resources. There's a ministry called Summit Ministries whose whole goal is to help adolescents develop a biblical worldview. Your kids can go there for two weeks or for a semester and develop a biblical worldview. The whole idea being that when they get out of high school or when they head to the college campus or the university campus, they're going to be equipped to defend their faith. So when some atheist professor starts trying to poke holes in the authenticity of scripture or try to mock the gospel or just say Christianity is one of many different man-made religions, these kids are going to be ready to defend that. They're going to believe that to their core. And so we need to be training our kids uh, more substantively than we are. We've got some good friends who have joined my wife and I, them and their family have joined us on Sunday mornings. We've been watching, uh, a church service from Kansas City by a preacher named Phil Hopper. I interviewed him on our CC podcast conversations, which you can get on our website, uh, kind of a sister podcast to this one. And Phil Hopper is a great Bible preacher. We're watching his series that goes through the book of Revelation. And we have been shocked as parents to see these kids who are between 10, uh, 7, uh, and 16 years old how they've interacted with us after we've watched these messages. They have questions about Revelation. They want to understand the Bible. They want to understand the gospel better. And and so we don't give kids very much credit for their desire to go deep and understand things. And this isn't really patting ourselves on the back as parents. This is just the way kids are. They're sponges. They want to learn. And when we put them in a setting where we can go deeper than just the typical superficial stuff that we cover, you know, in, in three-year-old Sunday school, then it's an amazing thing to see how God is at work in their lives. And we as parents have an obligation to train them and equip them so that they are ready to stand when they become adults and so that they will not depart from it when they, were, when they are old. Here's one more tip. And you only have to go a few more verses down in chapter 22, verse 15. Here's what it says. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. So if we want to train children up in the way we should go, one way we can do that is to discipline them. It says that kids are born foolish. That's just the way we're born. And one of the things that drives foolishness out of us is discipline. The Bible says that God loves, disciplines those he loves. And we as parents who deeply love our children need to discipline our children. And so Lord, would you help us as we try to train up our children in the way they should go? Even those of us listening today, 
uh, people who might not have kids or their kids are grown and gone. Maybe they have grandkids or maybe people who've never had kids before. There are children in our lives somewhere, somehow. Would you show us how we can be involved in helping a child or a group of children be trained up in the way that they should go so that when they are old, they won't depart from it to the glory of your name and for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the truth of your word. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.